0: Drink it in now uh. Drinkers, what's going on, everybody? It's your host, Derek Oakley, right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, talking Detroit Lions, less than a month away from the NFL draft. The Lions continue to add playmakers. Dan Campbell, Brad Holmes at the podium, talking about the team, talking about the future, talking about winning the NFC North and more. And I got somebody here that wants to talk all about it. You guys know who he is. He thinks he's always right. He has gimmick phrases. He makes himself laugh and others. He has hot takes. He loves Jared Goff. The one and only. At Chops and the D. Chops, you're back. You ready to talk some lions? Let's go, buddy. Let's do this. Woo!
1: Hey, Oakry, great to be back on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Of course, everyone is here to listen to me give takes about what Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell are going to do. Hashtag what Choppy
0: said. Woo! Hashtag Choppy liking. Exactly. Dude, we, like, I'm, I'm just like... You know how we work on this show. We got a couple bullet points. We try not to bore people to death. We're here to talk about our lines. We're here to get people hyped. We're here to, we're here to serve up that delicious Honolulu blue flavored. Say it three times fast. Detroit Kool Aid. Drink it in, man. Uh... Got a lot of cornbread. Cornbread. Make it a double. Cornbread. We got so much to talk about. Chops, do you think we should mess around? Do you think we should talk about the weather? You want to talk about your work day? You want to tell the people how your kids are? Or do you want to talk about free agents and the NFL draft and the Lions?
1: Okri, it is Lion time. Drink that Honolulu Blue, Honolulu Blue, Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid in, baby. Let's go. Drink it
0: in, man. Let's do this. So you're back on the show. You've been gracing the people with your presence. Who knows how many more shows we might get at the – opportunity the blessing to do here before the uh, draft gets rolling but you but you're back on and you haven't been on since the lines signed cj gj i mean i hate to like you know pat myself on the back or say i told you so but this was definitely an okri target i had multiple tweets saying hey brad holmes go get this man uh, again, he didn't shoot me a D on back, but he went and did it because he kind of listens to me on Twitter. I mean, it's just a thing that's happened multiple times now. I want your reaction when they sign this ball player, the safety. He plays nickel. He'll tackle you. He gets his hands on the football. He's a D-A-W-G. DJ Gardner-Johnson, what do you think, man?
1: Oh, Okri. Okay. Well, first and foremost, you know that Brad Holmes saw that tweet that you put out there about go get CJ GJ because I don't know, I retweeted it. So hello, <laughs> uh, you know he he got eyes on that. But yeah, this signing is fan freaking tastic. And you know, I really, you know, we had to say goodbye to DJ Chark, but man, I'm I'm thinking like go CJ. That's my GJ. Like love this signing. Aaron Glenn has known this guy for years. I think all the way back to high school ball. He's been bugging Dan Campbell to get this guy. He's been bugging Brad Holmes, and we finally did it. The market was out there. Uh, you know, Brad Holmes swept in, slapped those meat hooks together, called a couple agents. Uh, if you want to hear all about that, he talked about it the other day um, on his press conference. And he got this ball Hawk and the guy just is going to absolutely solidify our secondary. I am pumped to get CJ. That's my GJ.
0: <laughs> it's incredible. You're coming up with gimmicks. I mean, his name is just so sweet. Uh, you know, we thought we had it with ARSB. Now we got two guys with four basically initials or whatever you want to call them. Like that's swaggy or well, what's that other name we use for ARSB again? Exactly. And I, and I talked to Logan Lamarandier, He was all about it as well. And, and and I just think, you know, this guy is going to be such a great fit in the city on this team with the coaches is it's just a great move all the way around. So uh, love that. I think it's going to be great. They're not done yet. I think you told me what 25 million in cap space left. I mean, yeah, they need some of that for the draft, but you know, B three, Big Bad Brad's got something cooking.
1: How, Okri, tell me this. How does Big Bad Brad, there, I'll give you your plug there, or my boy, Brad, always open for business homes. How does this guy lock in Emmanuel Mosley, Gardner Johnson, Cam Sutton, David Montgomery, and somehow have more cap space than when we started the offseason? This guy is a magician. (laughs) $25 <laughs> $25 million in cap space left, $14 million needed for the draft. My boy's got $11 million to still play with. There's names out there. Let's go get them.
0: Well, speaking of names out there, you know, we've been known a time or two to talk about, I don't know, rumory, innuendo, maybe a conspiracy theory or two here on the show. Happy, what's going on with all these rumors all these talks about jeffrey simmons about buckner from the colts about the detroit lions going out to get ed oliver from the buffalo bills i mean is this gonna happen or is this just crazy talk
1: oh i mean look Oakley. he wouldn't have restructured all these deals to give himself that much cap space if he was just gonna sit on it right uh, you know, I, I, I yeah, I think he's he's making a move here. I, whether it's a trade, whether it's another signing, um, I think right now defensive interior is our biggest need, uh, quote unquote. Uh, even though I don't really feel like we have too many terrible needs at this point, we totally address the secondary. But yeah, he's gonna go spend that eleven million dollars, and I think D tackle is a great spot to do that at.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I think there's a lot of talk. Everyone's getting all hyped. They're cooking up these trades. It's like. We don't want to pay a DT like 100 million or 15 million per no I, I I like Buckner a lot Simmons has always been my boy man he's a Detroit lion he's a Detroit guy if we brought him here but I, I just can't pay that check I can't so I, it's gonna force me to kill the music to kill the rumor E window and say yes they're gonna address, address penetrate defensive tackle but not at that price kill, kill the music Chops, we got to keep this thing rolling. Today on the show, after we finish with a few more news and notes, we are going to give the people. And the people consist of the millions (laughs) of Kool-Aid drinkers. We're going to give you guys our draft targets per pick, per round, names to think about, scenarios. We got to get on all in on that. But before we do, Chops, the Lions seem to love, and I mean absolutely love, dipped in butter, Jared Goff, just as much as you do. I mean, the Goff train, you've been talking about it. I mean, it's hauling ass down the tracks. Brad Holmes is say we got a quarterback. Dan Campbell said we got a great quarterback. We're good. I mean, you have to love all this, don't you?
1: Uh, Ocury, it is sweet, sweet musical train music to my ears. Woo-hoo! Uh, yeah. Hashtag golf train is trending with your <laughs> conductor choppy chop. Choo, choo, all aboard. If you're you not are? on the golf train yet, your ass better just get out of here. Cause you're not getting back on. I don't want to hear about, talk about Lamar. I don't want to hear talk about drafting a quarterback at <laughs> six. Listen. The golf train is full steam ahead, and I would argue he is the second-best quarterback in the NFC. Let's ride that train to the Super Bowl, baby.
0: <laughs> you are now the conductor. You've also been quoted previously of saying that people that aren't on this hashtag golf train and that want to get on, you've called it Bula Bula. You've also said this to me personally. I
1: don't want your Bula Bula support when it comes to Jared Goff. You don't get to join the <laughs> golf train. You're off, bro. You're off.
0: How, how funny was it, Chaps, when people were saying they're on the golf train, they said, Okri, if you're not on the golf train, you're not getting on, you can't get on, and then my, my response was a simple gif of some, some guy running up to the subway, latching onto the door outside, and then just disappearing as it took off down the, uh, down the subway. <laughs>
1: Oh, Ogre, <laughs> that could not have uh, been any more representative of your feelings on the golf train, right? Oh. You were like hanging on the platform yeah. Yeah. and it's whizzing by and you. you're like, no, 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 please let me get on. You jump on, grab on the side and then it disappears into the tunnel. Oh, exactly. uh, yeah, that was a perfect gift for your, uh, your ticket on the golf train because, you know, we ain't even let, opening the doors for you. You're <laughs> off, bro. You're off.
0: And even if he balls, I mean, uh, again, I'm going to try to get through, even though, like, my other tweet was me running after a train with my suitcase, hoping to uh, grab the back ledge when I when I couldn't. So I, I'm still running alongside at this point. But uh, we know you are the conductor. So, um, you know, anybody that hasn't heard Brad Holmes or Dan freaking Campbell and their podiums and, and you go to the Lions YouTube, uh, absolute gold, just – Love how they talk about this team. Love the moxie. The thing I saw about Dan Campbell today, is just answering a question, getting all fired up because he's saying Aaron Glenn's in the lab just dialing things up, and he's working on schemes, and he's fired up about his team, and hes they're already way better on defense. And you see him about ready to come out of his chair and just uh, you know get after some kneecaps. So I absolutely uh, love seeing our head coach just – He's just an alpha male. There's just no question. He loves the game of football. He wants to win at Winks or, um, you know, scategories, anything he wants to dominate. And I think that he's going to do that here in 2023 for the Detroit Lions.
1: Yeah. His competitive juices just flow every time he talks, like on that, on one of those last interviews, they're talking to him and he's just like, you know, they're talking about the defense and how they add to the secondary and then they're doing this. They're doing, And like, he's like, he's getting amped up. He's up on the, t- like I thought the guy was going to jump out of his chair and start barking like a DAWD jog, man. It's just crazy how excited he gets. And uh, I love that passion from him. Um, you know, I think the national media thought it was a gimmick, they, but that's his real personality, man. Like, kneecaps all the way dinner breakfast lunch that's just who we got and we absolutely love it and and it's going to be so so sweet when we're biting kneecaps off all the way to the playoffs
0: i think dan freaking campbell might have looked at one reporter with glasses and said this know your role and shut your mouth because the people's champ is ready to talk Exactly, Dan Campbell. All right, child, we've had fun. It's about ten minutes off the top with all the great things going on with our lions. If you don't have anything else, man, I say we just get into it for the Kool-Aid drinkers. Rounds, picks, players. Um, just talk all things NFL draft the rest of the show.
1: Oakry, I have been waiting for this pod for months since the season ended. I am ready to cue the music. I'm ready to get the cards. I'm ready to see, uh, you know, the commish walk up to the podium and call some names. Let's go. Hit the music. Round one, Lions.
0: Let's go. Perhaps we'll, we'll bring the music down low, but we will leave it there for the time being. In the first round, the Detroit Lions picked number six. The names I got on my brain that I think we're going to have to pick from or that we are hoping for. Will Anderson, the edge from Alabama. Tyree Wilson, long go-go gadget arms. Get after the quarterback. My boy, Anthony richardson quarterback florida i know you love that one i want to know where you're at with Jalen carter defensive tackle georgia we've got the Skronk, interior guard offensive tackle northwestern and here's a hot take for you bryce young is tiny there's a chance he could slip and what if people what if he's sitting there at six what do you do
1: Uh, Okri, I, I believe that you may or may not have said something about if you want to have some fun tank and draft Bryce Young or some, you know, some Bula Bula take back in the day when we were, I don't know, one and seven or something. But hey, listen, if those are the names that are there, uh, oh if Will Anderson is there at six, I, I run it up to the podium. I'm just as excited as I was when I took Hutch at two. Uh, so Will Anderson is my top pick there, and if if he's gone then I'm and Jalen Carter's there, I'm taking Jalen Carter. Yes, I know he showed up to his pro day, looking a little chunk and extra thick and extra juicy. I know that he's got some quote-unquote character issues, but I am not passing on Jalen Carter. In my opinion, he's the best defensive player in this draft. He's sick, and he's at our point of need with defensive interior. Give me Jalen Carter.
0: Perhaps I'm going to leave the music up for this and the next pick before we talk about all the other picks for the Detroit Lions. With the sixth pick, I also, dream scenario, want Will Anderson. Second option for me is Tyree. Then it's my boy Anthony Richardson. After that, I'll go with Carter. I don't have these ultimate concerns. Everybody does. I don't love it. I don't think the Lions love what they see at this point. But they need him. I think they could fix him. I think they'd put a culture around him. And, and, and like I say, the, the only other thing that I'm willing to dip into at that point is a quarterback. I mean, I'm, I'm really not going to go guard, wide receiver, corner, any of these other things you want to throw at me. No. And all you Bijan truthers, no. <laughs> but let's go to 18, Choppy, while well, we got the music. Let's see if we can end it on the music. I Pick 18, because the Lions have two first-rounders, thanks to trading. Matt Stafford and getting two first rounders, a third rounder, and Jared Goff, ya boy. At 18, the options I see are Kalaja Kansi, your guy. I'm still split on this guy a little bit. Johnston, the wide receiver from TCU that beat Michigan. You got a lot of people that want a running back there. My boy, Nolan Smith, Nolan Smith. You got Witherspoon the corner. I think Brian Brise is still in the mix. And there's probably some other names as well. What are you thinking at 18? What's the dream scenario? Did I miss any names? That the cool no, my dream,
1: oh, okay, my dream scenario is if we're able to get that defensive interior and Jalen Carter falls to us at one, I am immediately running up to the podium and I'm saying Quinton Johnson, ex-wide receiver, TCU, big, nasty freak, who can just battle and compliment that uh, the, the speed of JMO and the slot action of I'm on rock will just be absolutely fantastic with Quinton Johnson. If that is not the case, let's say we don't go, we get Will Anderson somehow in on that sixth pick, then I'm going in defensive interior, I want my boy Cansey. that guy, I know all the comparisons, went to pit, you know, he's like this guy, da-da-da-da, but that guy is a ridiculous freak, so give me some Cansey. and if for some reason both those guys are gone and we didn't address the interior or the edge, I'm going Nolan Smith, Your guy with my third scenario. No Bijan, no Witherspoon, no Breeze, no thank you. What's your pick,
0: Cope? You left me with just a little bit of music. Let's see if I can end it perfectly. Again, it's a combo meal. Depending on who I get first dictates pick two. I agree with you. You get an edge. Maybe we get an interior. You get an interior up top. Maybe maybe Carter slips. I saw Carter at 18. Then you can maybe come back and pair him with my Georgia boys and get Nolan Smith. I mean, I want top-end ball players. I want two positions of need. But more than that, I want premier talent for the Detroit Lions. Nailed it. Copy. Kill the music. But before we get to our commercial break, yes, we are doing the two picks the Lions have in round two. We are doing the Lions third round pick before we get our great sponsors in here. We may, it's not we may, we do have a Kool-Aid promo for the people today. You're going to want to stay tuned and hear what this is all about. We we teased it. We're going to talk about it. But in round two, Chops, the Lions have picked 48 um, I believe that's uh, their selection. And then they also have the Vikings pick at 55. Here, here's my names at 48. I got I got Henley, the linebacker from Washington State. I got who I've deemed the kid out of Northwestern. Do you want to do the name for me?
1: Oh, gosh. I knew you were going to do that to me. Adibawar. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs>
0: uh, I think it's a... War A at the end, but everything else, uh, putting it together, we'll have to work on that before draft day. Cause <laughs> we'll I, work cause on I, it. I know you love him, maybe not as much as Quentin Johns, who you just like, if you haven't seen all these tweets from at chops and the G about Quentin Johnston and this man love you have for that guy, I'm not big on him. I didn't want to hate on him because I was running out of music time, but... I'm not a huge fan, but I can see maybe why they would go that route. I don't see it happening. Um, But you love this kid out of Northwestern. I really like what he's doing. Round two, either of these picks seems like it'd be nice. Doug Karsh has said, Jack Campbell, no matter what. Now, Jack Campbell was off my board for a while. I've done some more digging. I, I don't mind this player. He's not like a have to have for me, but... At some point, the Lions probably should invest in a a quality, younger linebacker that they can bring along for a year or so and then give the reins over. So he's on my list. Mozzie Smith from Michigan is on my list. Uh, Trenton Simpson still seems to be a round two talent, so he's out there. Don't forget about Kenyon White, a big old edge uh, bulky player from Georgia Tech. And then uh, in this first pick at 48, Uh, Drew Sanders was mocked by Mel Kuyper as a mid first rounder, but I always see him kind of in round two range. So I've really come to love that player and think he could be a Spielman guy and a nice ad for the Lions.
1: So many options, Oakry. so many names there. There's a lot of talent that's going to be available there in the second round. So uh, again, you know, based on what we do in the first round, my big names to look at um, I, I'm looking, if we don't get, you know, this is a name you didn't mention, but I got to throw it out there because this is another guy that I'm starting to fall in love with. And if we don't go with Q Johnston, uh, a name that I love out there is Jalen Hyatt, another ex receiver from Tennessee, big dude, ready to catch, can come in. I like that name there. If I'm going to your list, I'm like in, of those linebackers, I'm looking like Trenton Simpson. I think that guy has gotten, Uh, kind of a bad knock, man. Originally, he, you know, he was a first rounder and now he's slipping. I don't know why people are sleeping on this guy. The guy can do everything as a linebacker. He's the type of linebacker that we like. I am big on Trenton Simpson. You know, I love the kid from Northwestern. We'll just leave it at that. I'm not going to try to say his name. And again, if we have to, if we haven't addressed the defensive interior yet, Mozzie Smith from Michigan is a fantastic pick at the 48th spot. What do you got, Oak?
0: Once again, people, Chops repeating my takes, repeating my gimmicks. I already did all those bits that you just repeated, but it's it's all good. The people don't mind hearing it twice, I guess. The, the thing I'll say real quick is just Trenton Simpson to me, that that's more of a player I, I like for the Lions than Jack Campbell. I just feel like he's an outside guy. He can run and hit. He's big and physical. He loves the game. Um, Campbell to me is more that throwback linebacker. He's a little bit bigger. He's a little bit... Um, he didn't flash on tape the way I saw it. So if you're going to split hairs, give me Simpson over Campbell, even though I know lots of Lions fans and lots of rankings seem to have Campbell higher. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. Um, gosh, let, let's just go rapid fire. There's so many names, as you said, at 55. To me, a couple that stuck out in my mocks were Garrett Williams, cornerback Syracuse. This is a guy that he's a press corner. It would be a nice spot at 55 if you want to add to the corners again instead of taking one in the first round or taking one high. You could wait and see if you get this guy. He plays that in-your-face style. I know you love this linebacker from Texas, overshone. Um, and, and this is a guy you've been pubbing up for a while, and I'm still split. I, I Actually, before we got recording, I heard a mock say that this guy was going fifth overall to the Seattle Seahawks, and that's your boy, Hendon Hooker, quarterback, Tennessee. Who, whoever did that, Mike Tannenbaum, you're not taking a guy that has no ACL, that's 25 years old, and that played in a crazy offense at five. I know you like him here at 55, but I, I'm still kind of split on this quarterback.
1: Uh, Okri, Okri, Oakry. I know I'm that's not allowed name, yes. to use the train gimmick. With my boy Hendon Hooker, so I won't say it, but I am all in on Hendon Hooker. If this guy did not get injured, he was having a hell of a year. He would have, in my opinion, would have won the Heisman. He'd be ready to go. Yes, I know he's a little bit older. The guy is a dog he's a sick sick man the guy can move he can throw he's got everything and he's in a perfect spot to be taken in the second round with our second pick in the second round so you can attach hooker to the golf train let him sit and train behind my boy and then he's ready to go when we make a decision on Jared Goff give me Henn and hooker no questions asked <laughs> pick 55 there's no other name give him to me
0: This is why I educate you on the show. You're lucky we got to get to our sponsors here. So I can't just run you into the ground. The reason we don't take Hendon Hooker is because you talked about Hyatt earlier. You said he's a big body or he's a tall cat, but all he did was run Deshaun Jackson routes and Hooker just threw it up to him. You want to know why? Because the Tennessee Volunteers run this funky offense where they basically have their wide receivers out of bounds and just have them run deep and nobody could keep up with them. And he just he just hit this guy all day. So he plays in a weird offense. This guy won't even see the field till he's like 26, 27. That's what has me concerned. He, I like the kid. You know, I like the talent. But the age has to be factored in and, and he's probably not gonna be there. He's probably gonna be at the late round one pick if I had to make a guess. But I, I'm just not totally sold, especially on your nicknames, but the player as well. Chops, we gotta move to round three. The Lions had the 81st pick as well. Um that that's that's five selections people in the top eighty-one. Guys that are coming up in my mocks. Or here is where I think would be a nice chance to maybe take a quarterback that you could pair with your boy, Jared Goff. It's not going to cost you much. They're similar skill sets. I would say that's McKee, the guy out of, out of Stanford. You also got Sidney Brown, cornerback out of Illinois, which I've liked to uh, play a little bit with Kirby and do some things. You got Jamie Robinson. This is one of my favorite players in the draft. He has like the personality of jury Jacobs. That's J.U., U U R R Y Y Y jury Jacobs, Jamie Robinson uh, plays all over the field. He's a DAWG. You got Nathaniel great nickname, tank Dell wide receiver from Houston. He just runs past everybody and does big things. So those are kind of the targets, but you said there's so many names. I feel like 48, 55 and 81, one, will be good players there, but a lot of tough decisions and a lot of guys that don't really wow me, but I, they'll they'll be helpful players on the team. no question.
1: How amazing is it that we have three picks in the top 81 Oakre I just it's just fantastic. I, you know that doesn't happen often. so I absolutely love it. Um, look I, I, real quick for me. Mc, I heard McKee described as a less mobile Jared Goff. Uh, no thanks. I I do not want McKee at all. I have no interest in him. I've watched some of his tape. He does nothing for me whatsoever. That that makes no Um, sense.
0: (laughs) The guys compared to your favorite player in the national football league, just because he's a little bit less mobile, which Jared Goff isn't mobile at all. So that's like not mobile that now he's untakeable for you. Yet the guy who's a little bit more mobile, you already have a shrine of at your house. Again, that's a horrible. Anytime
1: take. you tell me that somebody is less than what I got, why do I want it? I want something. If I'm moving on, I want something better. I do uh, not. This again, I've I'm not been impressed by anything that McKee has done. Um, for me, I'm I'm liking. You know, uh, I got a lot of options here. Uh, and you know, the other thing that I've kind of liked is Tank Dell. But the more I've looked into him. He, you know, I don't know if he fits what we're looking for when it comes to wide receiver. No knock on the player whatsoever, right? He did some great things in Houston. I just don't know how he fits with J-Mo and Amon Ra. I think we kind of have his skill set covered. So in this spot, I really actually like Sidney Brown uh, out of Illinois. I think he's a good. uh, Now with with, uh, C.J. G.J. getting signed, do we need another safety? Maybe not. Um, But I do like that player and we may have some versatility and a need for safety, depending on where we move around our new asset.
0: Yeah, it'll be real interesting to see who they take. Again, it's going to be that uh, blend of best player available, who we already took, who they view. I I know Brad Holmes had a big spiel about not, you know, drafting off the depth chart or not filling holes. Like you'll hear people on the radio just like, you got to take this and this and this because that's what they view as the missing links for the lions. I, I heard one dope uh, say, Oh, if you, if the if the sixth pick isn't an automatic starter pro bowler, it's a wasted bust pick. I'm like, you know, nothing about football. Um, but You know, the Lions are going to get real productive players with all these picks. You know they are going to be guys that are going to come alongside the vets, going to come in, make impact, but also you need depth football players. So if they take a guy in the second or third round that doesn't slot in and be a stud from day one, it doesn't mean he's a bad player. So they're going to get some great things. I can't wait to see the the mix of the stew that Brad Holmes uh, stirs up on draft day. It's going to be incredible. You'll have all the oakery and chop picks live before the lions make them of who we would take and chops. Word on the street is you got you got a promo for the people. You got a little something special. I know we've been about 30 minutes here. You know, we like to go long. It it's felt like about five minutes talking football here on the show, serving up Kool-Aid. But uh, you got a little something special. we we'll get our great sponsors in here. And when we come back from the break, we're just like, we might hit the Kool-Aid hotline for a second, but we're going right into picks or rounds four, five, six, seven, talking about the Lions pick. So what do you got, man?
1: Okree, we all know that Brad Holmes has been busy in the offseason working his magic. Well, you know a couple other guys who've been busy working their magic in the offseason for the Detroit Lions? It's you and me, buddy. Look, it's at Derek Okree, it's at Chops in the D. And we have partnered up with an amazing partner at notorious underscore D E T that's notorious D E T and he has graciously paired with us a Detroit grit t-shirt. That's right. The same grit shirt you've seen Brad Holmes wearing the same t-shirt you've wear seen Dan freaking Campbell wearing. We are going to give away a notorious D E T grit t shirt for one lucky winner who qualifies by retweeting the podcast. When this thing drops live tomorrow, we are going to tally up everybody who gets a retweet, who gets a like, who gets a share. Anybody who promotes the Detroit Kool-Aid cast will be entered in to win a grit t-shirt. And not only will they have the ability to win a t-shirt on Friday with our drawing, Notorious DET has also graciously offered up an amazing 10% off all his merchandise just by using the promo code Kool-AidCast. Wow, 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 wow. Get on this guy's shop. The link is gonna be on the tweet. Buy some gear, enter to win a free shirt. This is just a great opportunity. I've got an order coming my way. I've got a great shirt coming. I may or may not have a shirt that's got Stone Cold Steve Austin driving a Zamboni on a red ring shirt. Are you kidding me right now? That might be on the way to my house as well. So retweet the show, give Notorious D.E.T. a follow, get to his store and buy some merch, and drink it in.
0: And that's the bottom line. Costo, Pule, Woo! Hashtag choppy liking. Chops, I couldn't say it better myself. You've been taking the lead on this thing. It's a, it's a fun thing we're doing for the fans. You know, it's the reason I started this pod, was for the loyal, diehard, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. So that'll be really fun to. Uh, Make that happen. We just appreciate all the support from everybody of sharing it. The show has just grown leaps and bounds uh, day by day, year by year. We've been doing this thing for three, four years now, whatever it is. And uh, just awesome to see their growth and everybody getting hyped about this football team. So, everybody, listen to our great sponsors. Appreciate Chops bringing that to the table and making this happen, uh, along with Notorious underscore DET. Go check him out on Twitter. And everybody will be right back talking all things Lions
1: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
0: All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Um, it's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about reality sports online. Is It's just more fun than your normal fantasy league. But it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now, you can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. It's about that time in the show, everybody. We're back from the break. Thank you for listening to our sponsors. This is normally where I just thank all the loyal, diehard Kool-Aid drinkers that I try to do multiple times the show. Hold on. Before I do that, I mean, you guys might be getting a little thirsty out there. Let me, let me fill up that glass real quick so you can uh, do this. Drink it in man. Uh... Side of cornbread. Cornbread. Make it a double. Cornbread. And before we get into these draft picks, I know we always try to give people shouts. And, and again, you can follow me on Twitter at Derek Oakry, that's spelled the only way that it could be spelled. D-E-R-E-K-O-K-R-I-E. You can also find it on the marquee of the pod. And then we got my guy on the other end of the line, at Chops in the D. He's probably dropping uh, tweets about the Red Wings, maybe hashtag Choppy Hockey, maybe hashtag... uh, What's that other thing you say really loud and proud? Exactly. You'll see that on the old Twitter machine. But uh, me me and Chops, we don't have all day. I mean, we're not on Twitter making a living or anything, but we we definitely do try to send things back and forth. Or anytime I put a Kool-Aid gimmick out there, hashtag Kool-Aid gimmicks, usually uh, Chops and others are, are diving in, which is fun to see. So just appreciate that. And Chops, we haven't done a very good job about talking about the kool-aid hotline i know uh, during the season and at times we pub it up and people call in they text in they leave voicemails they make us laugh they frustrate us um they come up with their own nicknames uh things like that so i think we got to continue to put that out there and encourage the people to uh dial up the kool-aid hotline you know what that number is nine eight nine two seven two kevin smith herman moore that's 272-3484 dial it up, text it up, leave a voicemail, just like our guy at young Santa. I don't, I don't think that's his Twitter handle, but I think he does go by young Santa, which I made fun of him last time and he totally explained it. On these two calls that he did back-to-back that totaled about a total of nine to ten minutes. Young Santa, if you're going to have that many takes and that many opinions, we just need to have you on as a guest. I can't play those full segments, but he explained his nickname. He called Brad Holmes a witch and a wizard, I think at least six to eight times. He talked about the depth that he's adding. He loves the signings. He's all about the Detroit Lions. He's drinking that Detroit Kool-Aid. He loves the show. And again, he has a white beard. He said he has no ankles. He kind of looks like Santa Claus. He said something about his dad was a previous Santa. I mean, the call blew my mind, to be honest. I mean, we, we can't play it here on the show, but it was entertaining. He's a loyal listener. And we, we just got to pub this up more so people can call up and ma- make us laugh. And uh, again, if you have a hot take and it's not nine minutes, you'll probably get on the pod.
1: Okay, we just need to get... Uh, our boy, young Santa. Yeah. You just got to join the podcast, man. Like, Hey, text the Kool-Aid line, nine, eight, nine, two, seven, two, three, four, eight, four, text the line and let us know that you want to come on and record a segment, bro. Like <laughs> I love the 10 minute rant, but it, it, you know, it's good. It's all good stuff, but uh it's show worthy in my opinion.
0: My, my favorite part was he called and I think it ran out of time. He dialed back. He picked up right where his last take left off <laughs> and chops what he, uh, revealed again is that young santa was the one that talked about big (laughs) bugs. he's the guy that said that on a previous show so he loved that signing
1: oh good stuff good stuff yeah we got to get you we got we got so many loyal listeners and Oakery. i know we say it every (laughs) week but man the the people is who we do this for And it's so great when people call in, when people text, when people retweet. I love seeing hashtag what Choppy said on like retweets people are doing. Hashtag golf train was trending worldwide on the Twitterverse. It's just fantastic.
0: (laughs) So you mean people like Steve from Cali, Bo DeFrisco, Tommy Lyon, Jordan Motor City Spartans, Paul Jackson's out there. How about Cornbread? Cornbread Jerry, uh, KP from the Real Deal Sports Talk show. We got – Gosh, I could just go down the lid. We could make this whole segment. But we, we got to get back into the NFL draft. We appreciate all the people, the Kool-Aid drinkers. Um, they make us laugh, and it's fun. But, uh, Chops, we got to talk about the NFL draft. Now, the Detroit Lions don't have a fourth-round pick. Which, like, I still feel like third, fourth-rounders, great talent there. They don't have a fourth-rounder. But they have a fifth. And here's some names for you to consider at pick 162. Ford. Wheaton from West Virginia, big-bodied receiver. You tried to put Hyatt in that category. This guy is a big body receiver. He's actually a better option for me than your boy Quentin Johnston, to be honest. We got Dorian Williams. He's a coverage linebacker from Tulane. We got Dwayne McBride if the Lions wanted to dip into running back, which they should never do in the first round, with a premium pick. But here in round five at 152, This guy's a thumper, a two-down player that can do some things. You got got my boy Carl Brooks. He's an edge. Sure, he played at Bowling bowling Green. We won't hold that against him. He's still a ball player. Get after the quarterback. How about this guy from the University of Michigan, one of the highest, um, you know, just – institutions in all the land. Uh, Luke Schoonmaker just blew up his testing. I want to say he was almost a perfect RAS score, which kind of surprised me, but Schoonmaker, block, catch, do whatever you want to do. Michael Wilson, big body wide receiver from Stanford. Those are just a couple names that I had there that have been seeming in the fifth round. We know these are mock drafts. We know this probably isn't going to be how it shakes out, but those are some names that I would have pegged for this fifth round pick that may fit the Lions.
1: Agree. Lots of great names out there, um, and lots of good options. This this is the part of the draft for me where I start to focus a little more on our offensive depth. Depth. Um, I absolutely love Bryce, Ford, Wheaton. So if we cannot get my boy J uh, Quentin Johnson, then I am loving BFW right? Give me some Ford Wheaton from West Virginia. Another big body, nasty freak. I think he would compliment that wide receiver room. Well, um, another guy, I, I am not opposed to a running back here. You know, looking at McBride, a couple other guys, maybe a tight end soon. Uh, how, what do we call him at the, uh, in the old uh, big house? Shoemaker would be fantastic. This is where I'm looking to uh, add some offensive depth for our Detroit Lions.
0: Let me ask you this on a side tangent. Can the Detroit Lions have JG, ARSB, CJGJ, and the guy you just dubbed? (laughs) Uh some BFW. I mean, can, can we have that many acronyms? I mean, uh, anybody that doesn't have an acronym or initials on this team is big something, right? I mean, that's pretty much what we have on this team now.
1: Listen, everybody deserves a good nickname. And so for, you know, my boy Bryce Ford Wheaton, it's BFW. <laughs> you know, it sounds like BMW, but it's like BFW and like, cause he's big and uh, you know, and his name's Bryce Ford Wheaton. But anyway, yes. Come on, you can't go wrong with A-R-S-B. You can't go wrong with those kind of nicknames. So (laughs) B-F-W is fantastic.
0: And it's one of your betters because nicknames, because it's not like a sentence or run on sentence or something ridiculous like hashtag anybody but Willie. I mean, it's actually like a short, good nickname. (laughs) Kind of like Big Bad Brad or B3 or all the great ones I come up with, like Big Denim. I mean, <laughs> like, let me ask you this as, as another side tangent. Give me your quick hockey take on nicknames because that's, that's a funny bit that always is, is classic. I mean, every hockey player has a nickname and tell them how it goes.
1: Uh, Okri, every hockey player has a name, and you usually shorten up the first name or you shorten up the last name and you add a EY or an EI at the end. So it's like, hey, Shorezy, hey, Choppy, hey, Nizzy, hey, Okie. And like, so it's it's short three, you know, the, the first few letters of either the first or the last, and you end it in a Y. It sounds great when you're st- stick tapping the ice, right? Like, Okie, Okie, tip, <laughs> tap, tip, tip. In front! Okay! Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's incredible. That's why you are uh, choppy here on the show for uh, me and you both hockey players back in our day. You're more accomplished than me these days, but I used to lace them up. Could play the back end, could play the uh, put the puck in the net at times. I love to get in front and deflect pucks. I was good at that, too, which was always fun. But uh, we'll have to come up with some Lions hockey nicknames. That, that'll that be a segment on a show at some point. But uh, let's keep this rolling. Sixth round pick 183 lines have two picks in the sixth round 183 you know more so than names uh you hit on a real good point and again you kind of just copied it from my twitter where i said to me in all my mocks this this draft is setting up to be defensive heavy in the beginning which will make all the fans happy and then this back half rounds five six it's really where the lines could make some hay of offensive skill but guys that you know they don't have to play right away and yeah they could be a special skill set or they could be a, a stash player that you need next year you know right more so than this year so it with this pick 183 i mean i'm talking about tight ends quarterbacks running backs um if if my if they don't take my boy anthony richardson or one of these other good value quarterbacks you could just wait it out and see If Toon from Houston is here or the kid from Purdue, which some people like, not me, um, you know, there's quite a few quarterbacks, uh, you know. will be here later probably that you could consider if you want to go that route even cunningham with the crazy skill set maybe you want a running quarterback you could take him here and just take a flyer but to me keaton mitchell the running back from east carolina the reason i like him so much really young player yes he's small but he has elite speed and uh can catch the football so those are the type of guys that i want to take a chance on here later in today's nfl he probably wouldn't ever make the league 20 years ago but he can play right now and he can make plays um, Zach Knutes I believe is how you pronounce it the tight end from Old Dominion this kid was off my board for a while until I did more research on him freaky athlete and I already knew he was six seven, but um, very sneaky RAS score athleticism from this kid could be an interesting tight end prospect and, and my boy Benny Blades you guys know who Benny Blades is right he said this on the old podcast I used to do with him what right he would yell that from time to time. He would also, you know, talk about the pay window. Going to the pay window. Exactly, Benny. Um, he's from the U. So he would always tell me about Will Mallory. He would sing his name. He would talk about what a stud this guy is. Of course, he was hurt all the time and never played. But it's an intriguing tight end prospect. Those are just a couple names at this uh, first pick in the sixth round I threw out there.
1: Okay, I absolutely love your boy, Zach Kutz. Um, I think that's an A-plus signing if he is there in the sixth round. Just, I mean, what is he, 6'7", six, 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 something like that. And he, he can move pretty smooth. Um, another guy you didn't mention, a uh, smaller running back that I don't know, like, I don't know why people don't like this guy. I can't figure it out. He had like a 90 PFF grade for the season is Eric Gray from o- from Oklahoma. Like, what's wrong with this guy? I understand he's 5'8", but I think he would be a great complement to to our running back room that we have. So I like Eric Gray. I think he's a guy I'm looking for in the sixth round. Uh, Again, like we mentioned, going offense. I like tight end and running back in these two spots.
0: I already told you offline about Eric Gray. The reason I don't like him is because I, I've i been in a college fantasy league the last couple of years and he was highly touted and he just never seemed to do anything. He was very inconsistent, unproductive in my opinion. And every time I watched him on tape, I was just kind of like, oh yeah, that's why Eric Gray's not that good. So that's not a guy I like. I have heard him get some pub, don't get me wrong. But uh, here in the sixth round, you are kind of just looking for You're more need-based, I would say, even though that's what Brad Holmes says he doesn't do. You're also trying to find guys that you can bring along. And, you know, I, I don't mind those at all. Pick 194, I mean, this has been my sweet spot for Ronnie Bell, the wide receiver from Michigan. I mean, he's always there. I don't know. I could see him being a guy that's picked maybe in the fourth, fifth round, somebody that just falls in love with his character. He's had some injury issues, a bit older, but a very professional wide receiver in my opinion. Uh, the Lions re-signed, uh, you know, the uh, Money Badger. It's a horrible nickname for a kicker, if you ask me. But I heard an interview from him. He seemed like a good guy. Seems like he's excited to be here. So you go ahead and pay a kicker and keep him here. I, I can't see the the Lions taking Jake Moody like everybody wants. But obviously he was very consistent uh, in college. Not a very deep kicker either, which is something you look for in the NFL. You need those 50-yard bangers. Um, if you can get him, again, I brought up a couple of the quarterbacks this is, this is, again, a kind of a luxury spot where, yeah, we want to get a productive player, and Brad Holmes has had some great success in the fourth, fifth, sixth round, but um, you know, lots of options, especially on offense, and you've already covered your defense, both in free agency and early, so go ahead and, and take somebody that you think you can build or that can help you in a specific area and uh, add them to the team and hope they can help you come, come game day.
1: Yeah. Oh, great. Uh, you have again, once again, read my mind completely. You guys know how I feel about Hendon hooker. Um, but if we somehow do not address the quarterback position, um, before this pick, then Clayton tune from Houston is absolutely my guy. Uh, again, a 92 P, uh, PFF score for the season, um, I told you before the Senior Bowl, keep an eye on this guy. Watch him. Uh, I absolutely love this kid. Uh, if, if I got to go and I ha- if I haven't addressed it yet, I'm taking him. He's 24 years old, 6'2", 220. He's got decent speed. Four, he ran a 4.64. Uh, I like him better than Stenson, even though Stenson is a winner. Short little guy and a little bit older. But give me Clayton Tune.
0: What was crazy about him? I think you brought him up, and he's kind of on the fringe of my radar. But then when I dug into his his stats, chop his numbers, which is something I never Woo-hoo! do either. Um, he put up some crazy. I mean, I'm talking like four four thousand plus yards, all these touchdowns. I mean, a lot of times that's a guy who's thrown the football a lot, been very productive, and and knows how to get the ball in the end zone. So I think if you're taking a late, you know number two project type quarterback that could marry up with a guy like jared goff both for this year and maybe for the future it seemed like you want a guy that's slung it around the yard a bit rather than a a running guy and just somebody that has that college production that always seems to translate better than some of these late round just flyers on a guy that's never played football you know this guy's thrown touchdowns and yards and knows how to how to throw it around that's what they do in the nfl these days
1: Yep. I think he, uh, he, he proved it in college. He'd be a good quarterback to come in behind Jared Goff to sit behind him for two years and learn and grow. Um, but he's got the stats and I love that you brought up stats. Cause you know, I'm hashtag <laughs> choppy stat boy. Uh, so thank you for doing my job for me.
0: It's crazy. Like I literally tell people again, I brought up my college fantasy league again, and you guys listening out there that love fantasy football. I mean, gosh, chops what I'm like the, one of the world's top 10 commissioners. I mean, I'm like the commission about 18 to 25 fantasy leagues. Some of them, 32 teamers, 53 people on a team. I mean, that's sort of where I build out a lot of this stuff, but uh, yeah, there's so much to, to get into when you're talking about these players and uh, but I always joke with people that like, I do all these leagues. We talk ball all day. You will never see me like staring down, that sheet or analytics or some of these crazy numbers that you guys love it's like i just sort of feel like i have a feel for players i have a feel for how to build my squad or guys i like and i go with that most of the time um but those numbers those stats can obviously back up your opinion there's no question that's why you and um, logan lamrandeer from sports let try to use them to your advantage at all times
1: Okri, you know that I always have a stat in my back pocket to make me look smarter than you all think I am. And that's why Logan Lamrandier is my boy, right? I want to get on the show with Logan because we can just sit here and we can just drown you in stats. And you will be so stunned by all the numbers we throw at you, you won't even be able to knock on us. So Logan,
0: yeah, I Logan I Ramrandier, head, I need you, buddy. <laughs> me, me and Beelgeuse, I mean, we understand. Yeah, I understand. I got it in my head, dude. So, so chops. Like, I, just to sum this up, you know, what do people always say? Let's put a button on this. Let's. Uh, we are less than a month away from the NFL draft. The Detroit Lions have five picks in the top eighty-one. They've already basically solidified their defense. They had a top-five offense last year. They can go shopping in this draft, and we are going to talk about it every show. From now to the draft, after the draft, heading to training camp, uh, the Lions fans have never been more excited. The Kool-Aid has never been flowing as much. We aren't even to the draft. Yet after the draft, it's going to be Honolulu blue-flavored Kool-Aid everywhere. And uh, it's a great time to be a Lions fan. So, Chops, you got anything else for the people before we get up out of here?
1: Okra, you got me so hyped up. The only thing I can respond to that with is, Woo! And maybe in the year 2023 is going to be the first year that the Lions win the division, go to the playoffs, and get a playoff W in Ford Field.
0: That's a beautiful thing. There's no question. So kind of as Choppy said uh, earlier, you got to hit this up when we drop it on Twitter. Hit that retweet. Share it with a friend. uh, Hit us with a reply. Do a gimmick line. Whatever you got to do to try to get in this contest for the Grit t-shirt. Gosh, Chops, as we head towards the NFL draft, less than a month away, I mean next week... I'm going to be talking all things NFL draft. Who knows who might be on the show? You might come back. It might be somebody new. We got to figure out what Brad Holmes is up to. He's got money in his pocket. He's got picks waiting that he could either draft or trade. Um, I mean, gosh, I might as well just do one of my gimmick lines. I don't even need the soundbite. Oh, baby. Let's go.
1: Okri, less than four weeks away. The draft is going to be amazing. And what is the one thing that Brad Holmes has done? All these moves have given him one key thing. Options! He's got options. He can go offense. He can go defense. He can do what he needs to do to make this team the best that it needs to be. It's a great time to be a Lions fan. Uh, real quick shout-out again to at NotoriousDET sponsoring us this great sheer giveaway. Uh, absolutely loving it. So when the pod hits – Hit the retweet, hit the like, hit the share. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, and enter in to win a Grit shirt. We'll pull that winner. And again, shout out to the only podcast serving Honolulu blue Kool-Aid double fist and double side of cornbread.
0: woo Woo! Got me fired up, chap. Drink it in, man. This is what you called for earlier. Corn, bread Double, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Talking all things NFL draft. Right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Woo!
1: Hashtag choppy Hashtag what choppy
0: said. Pack the bags. Start the plane. This game is over. by the Lions. Drink it in, man.